This is What's the Go. It's a bit of a bogan name for a podcast, but please give it a go. That's good. You use the, the kind of the name of the thing in the suggestion. Monty, how are you? I'm good, mate. I'm, you know, I'm full of sports. You know, excited to talk sports. Yeah. Well, what sort of sporty stuff's caught your eye? Made a whole bunch of stuff. You know, I mean, for instance, watched the Tigers last night. That's my team. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, ha- happy with Packer. He was he was an angry man, but other than that, not too happy with the performance. Yeah, well, I didn't think Packer stood out that much. Do you think he did? No, I don't think he played well, but I did like him laughing at um, Madison when he when oh. he knocked him out. Oh, right. Because, okay. you know, Madison's a Benedict Arnold. I was going to swear there, but I won't. <laughs> Look, I'm going to say a couple of headlines that caught our attention. Iron Mike, Mr. Tyson, he's back. Um, everyone's been going, oh, who's he, who's he going to fight? You know, what's he going to do? Roy Jones Jr. apparently is the answer to that question. Do you think you get to a certain age and you can no longer call yourself Junior? <laughs> <laughs> He's just Roy Jones now. Well, presumably Senior's still around, isn't he? Is he Senior or is he just Roy Jones? Well, okay. How, is anyone ever Senior or do you just become Senior once you have a Junior? I just think you referred to as Senior if you okay. happen to come up in it's conversation. Not his name. Could you name your child Senior? Well, what about Peter Senior? Peter Senior, good, good point. I like that. <laughs> senior Senior yeah, would be a good name. Catch twenty two style gagging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice, nice, nice. AFL CEO Gillan McLaughlin says Queensland's a great option for AFL Grand Final. Could that be because Melbourne's munted? Yeah, that's that's why he said it. That was part <laughs> of the. Yeah, yeah. That that that. Doesn't it go trend, without saying it? that anywhere else would be a good grand final option? Well, I think the, the, the newsy bit of that story is that he said Queensland. Like, he didn't say Sydney. He didn't say Wagga Wagga. He didn't say, you know, you're okay. a Badala. I didn't find that surprising, I guess. Really? You thought that – so your natural first thought for an AFL granny following – would I thought it would have been Adelaide. Right. And Shana Jack reaches out to a stressed-out Bronson Cherry. That was a headline this morning on Friday. Yeah, when we talked about that earlier, I told you, I don't, that's not really a headline. Why did someone write a story about that? Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a nice thing that happened for them. Yeah, but But how does it inform the public about anything of use? Nothing. There's nothing there. Come on, guys. News.com.au. Right, so what's interesting you this Friday, Monty, in the sports world? So I've got a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about. I wanted to talk to you about what's going on in American sports currently. Yeah. Because, you know, I like American sports and I like the weirdness of what's going on. So currently there are some people getting some really, really large contracts. Yeah. Have you heard about this? You've told me about uh, Pat Mahabes. Yes, well said, Pat Mahabes. What it is, is this week, Mookie Betts, who is a shortstop for the Los Angeles Dodgers, used to play for my Boston Red Sox. I'll shortstop you there. Name, please. Mookie Betts. Mookie. Yep. Mookie. Like the character from Do the Right Thing. Oh, okay. That makes it better. Good, thank you. So Mookie Betts 
amazing baseball player, signed a one-year prove-it deal for Los Angeles Dodgers, but then this one-year prove-it deal was kind of done with, with COVID, so it kind of didn't work. So Dodgers, even without seeing him play, they'd seen him play for the Red Sox, were just like, screw it, let's give you a 12-year contract extension for, get this, $390 million. That's quite an extension. Yeah. N- another good stat here, he's the second highest paid baseball player <laughs> Mike Trout gets more with $426 million over the same time period. Stop. Mike Trout? Yeah, Mike Trout. Mike Trout. What, what, what is with these names? I don't know. Baseball, man. They've got weird names. Mike Trout um, is the best player in decades, maybe. Mm. That's harsh to say. But he's the best player in baseball, but he's very quiet and plays in plays for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, which is a weirdly named team. It's not a huge market, and he keeps quiet. They need to get him doing more stuff. Either way, that's a, that's a topic for other times. Is it? So Mookie Betts got this big contract, and then about two weeks ago, Pat Mahomes, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, got a huge contract. He got $477 million for 12 years, base contract, yep. with incentives. He could get up to $502 million over 12 years. You would expect in these COVID times that, you know, there'd be a bit of conservatism. Yeah, in right. In terms of no, uh, you're right. player payments. Yeah, stuff. yeah. People are struggling with JobKeeper, JobSeeker, <laughs> and Pat Mahomes. Very relevant to yeah. American uh, well, football clubs. Hey, i got to make it personal so the listeners <laughs> understand. And the, they're giving out these ridiculous amounts of money. The, the weirdest thing I find is that in both cases, a lot of the reports have been that it's good value for the teams. Yeah, okay. And so is there a chance, just for my benefit, that when Mike Trout has children, might call one of them Mookie. Mookie Trout. And we might have Mookie Trout hanging about. I think Mookie Trout is a um, uh, uh, like one of those hard-to-eat like Scandinavian fish dishes. I, I imagine it like a, uh, a kind of river trout yeah. that lurks about under submerged logs. Oh, a Mookie Trout. doesn't get a lot of sunlight. Yeah, wow. I feel like we're verging on insulting here, but I don't know. Why? Well, to who? Trout? No, Mookie. Well, it's... It's it's an amusing sounding name, and I don't care who has a problem with that. Mookie does, but, but Mookie must know. Mookie, uh, <laughs> good full stop to put <laughs> on that. You. Thank you. The other thing I wanted to tell you about was the National Basketball Association, the NBA, the league. Oh, yeah. The league. Tell me more. It's happening. It's kicking off. It's back next week. So COVID obviously put a stop to it. The first league around the world to stop was the NBA. Mm. They had one positive test and immediately David Silver, the, the commissioner, put a stop to the whole league, yes. which is which was, you know, quite big, quite different, and everyone followed suit. Yeah. So that that's a big thing. Was that in the middle of March Madness? It was. that. So, okay, Good for you, <laughs> sports podcast host. March Madness is a college basketball thing, mm. and it didn't go ahead this year because of COVID. Right. But I, I, it's more me trying to work out the timelines than anything it, else. It, was, it happened in March. I don't need yeah. your scorn. Yeah, well, you'll get my scorn. Uh, <laughs> they were the first to put a stop to it, so we, we've all been watching them, especially in America, to see when they'll come back. They have come back in a bubble, mm. which I love. In Disney World in Orlando, Florida. Also right. also great. Thank you. So what's happened is both – they're going to go – they've kind of shortened the season. They're going to have a few games to get everyone warmed up and then go straight into the playoffs, which is part of the reason I feel weird about it. There are three teams in there from either league, I believe, three or two teams, 
that probably won't make the playoffs. So we're just there as kind of cannon fodder for the first kind of couple of games, <laughs> right? which I find a little weird. Uh, is that there for purposes of warming up? Pretty War- much. Warming into the bubble. Exactly. Warming into the bubble. Right. Warming into the bubble. And then as your team is eliminated, you will return home out mm. of the bubble. Yep. Um, there is roughly 1,000 people in the bubble because that includes – there's 360, 346 players – who, up to this date, none of them have tested positive, which is pretty good. Right. Pretty good. I would like to imagine there's some theatrics around teams getting pushed out of the bubble. Oh, like, like a like, live uh, execution? No, kind like, of like Disneyland security comes and frog marches teams Love out. it. Love, I hope that's televised too. <laughs> yeah, like a Big Brother elimination. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, they can all be kind of dramatically uh, oh, as resisting soon as, it. As soon as the buzzer goes at the end of the game, yeah, the security yeah, come out, out and come <laughs> out of the bubble, guys. That's good. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I hope someone's listening to this. Thing. Golf carts come out. They just push the players into them and start driving them out. There's a lot of interesting things. There's a lot of articles about – because so the other people in that 1,000 – uh, media members and team kind of staff and stuff like that. Right. And by all accounts, there's not much going on in the bubble. You can't do much. There's not much. Food. They provide they're the food. They're about. They're at Disneyland, aren't they? Well, I don't know if they are. It's at Disney World Complex, but I don't think they're allowed to go on the rides, etc. Surely other people aren't on the rides, so why can't the players go on the you rides? You would think that, but Florida reopened Disney World pretty recently. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, yeah, not doing so well. The world. It's a weird place. My name is Stuart Buckland. And some guests and I are going to look at all the weird stuff that happens in this world of ours. Is that suitably vague enough for you? Bit weird, but fair enough, I guess. Find this podcast wherever you listen to other podcasts. Welcome back from that break. Was the ad helpful? Uh, is it to pro- me? Are you asking me? No, not you. To the people that are listening to this, I'm just keen to know whether that product and or service was of use to you. If so, you know. Write in. Let us yeah, know. let us know. Tell Thank us you. how happy you are. Use the code. Yep, the code, that one. A bit of action on the uh, team name front in America at the moment. Now, there's been uh, a lot of uh, talk over the last few years just about how sensitive some team names are. And so we've got a couple of... I would think they'd be more insensitive. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. That's what it boils down to. But we have a couple of interesting changes, don't we? Uh, yeah, a couple of changes and a couple of just new names. So the change that's going to be on everyone's thoughts at the moment is the Washington Redskins. Yeah, probably the most famous uh, name that has caused an uproar, right? Yeah, and, and like, you know, it is not good times for the Washington Redskins at the moment. Their maniacal despot of an owner, Dan Snyder, is in trouble at the moment already over the sexual harassment allegations. Not at him but of the culture of the business, which came out in the WAPO last week, right. which was a big story. We'll check the lawyers are okay with yeah. calling him maniacal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring it, Snyder. Um, Snyder listens to Australian sport podcast, doesn't he? I assume. He listens to all things said about him. Um, but they have been known as the Washington Redskins for quite some time, which people, 
you know, in the last decade have, have started to say, you know, this is not acceptable, even as far as a lot of sports commentators in America refer to them as the Washington professional football team, which is good because this year the new name they've settled on is the Washington football team. Now, to me, having heard that, that sounds like um, an FU. Two people saying change your name. Yeah, because yeah. they've held out so long. Now, they've had plenty of time to think of alternatives, right? Yep, they sure have. So to come up with the Washington football team well, is almost like a, well, you you don't want we can't have that name, so we're going to be as generic and bland yeah. as possible. Well, look, they are not going to stay the Washington football team. It is for this year only. They are rebranding in 2021. But, again, my point is this has been a, a topic of discussion for years. Surely they've thought of possible alternatives in the last few years. Yeah, they absolutely Why have. Why do they need the rest of the year to figure it out? I then? know, and also, like, they are, you know, the capital of America. Surely you could come up with kind of real American-based names. Yeah, the start. Rushmores. The Rushmores, the Washingtons. Yeah. Oh, oh no, that, that doesn't work. <laughs> the uh, football cl- No, 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 that no. doesn't work. The Patriots. So. Oh, no, oh, that's, that's taken as well. Right, um, the um, the Maggers. Maggers is good. Yeah, 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 Maggers is good. Um. Yeah, okay. If you have any suggestions, please write in. But the other team name that we're going to talk about is um, finally, thank the Lord, Seattle is getting hockey back. And that has been on the cards for quite some time. They're coming back in the next season, and they have today announced their name. It's divided, people. I like it a lot. What do you think, Stu? They are the Washington State Seattle Kraken. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think, yeah, I like the name Kraken. I think it might suit a, another team. I'm just wondering whether it suits Seattle because does Seattle have like a a long and proud seafaring tradition? Absolutely, hmm. they are in the northern Pacific Ocean, which oh, is the, I know that that's where you find the crack 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 crack. Is it? Well, yes, I think it's a mythical being. It wow, maybe yeah, it's yeah. not actually. Well, it depends how how. Bigger squid you want to term a kraken? Are you happy calling a ten foot squid a kraken? I am. Well, there you go. Maybe <laughs> Seattle are too. I think they're a seafaring town. I mean, see, Seattle's on a, a sound. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of that. I just didn't know that they were famous for being. What were you thinking? Maybe the Starbucks? Oh, that's where the coffee comes the, from. The yeah. pointy towers. Pointy towers. Here, yeah. pointy towers. That's actually the Frasers. The Frasers. How about that? Fraser cranes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, I like Kraken better than all our ideas so far. Okay, last one. The Seattle Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs. Baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss Salad and Scrambled. Don't tell me that wouldn't, that wouldn't get people. Mercy! <laughs> and you can have two, two mascots. One's a salad bowl. And one's, one's... Niles. <laughs> yes, I like it. One is the... Uh, Dirty old chair that the dad used to yeah, sit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Or the dog. Mm, no, no, that's too obvious. You mm. want you want something that people are going to go. It's the chair with the masking tape on it. I like their apartment. I quite like that apartment. It's a good apartment. We Does, want- am I led to believe that Fraser, Niles, his father, and the English nanny live in the apartment? Ah, uh, well. Or is it just the father's apartment? No, I think it's Fraser's apartment. The father's moved in, and I just think that Niles and the other one, oh, the other one don't leave. Well, maybe okay. she is living. I think she might be living. Hmm. 
Uh, is the uh, nanny? Is it a nanny or a mate? What is she? Well, a she carer? Can't be a, a carer. carer. Yeah, a yeah. carer. Is she a living carer on Fraser? Maybe. Write in. Let us know to the What's the Go socials or the What's the Go at Outlook.com. We'd also love to hear what you think of the name The Kraken, crack, but crack, I think crack, I'd prefer crack, to hear crack. if she is a live-in carer first. We need to know if she's a Yeah, that's carer. far more important. And, and if so, does that mean that there should be more sexual chemistry between Frasier and the carer? Isn't that the whole go, though? There is, isn't there? But there isn't. Mm. Oh, I want more. Mm. Stu, are there any um, teams you think in Australia that maybe need a name change? Maybe the Gold Coast Titans because they haven't had enough names over the years. Ah, nice, nice. Yeah. What something like the Crushers? Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> well, just the. Uh, I thought that. Well, the Adelaide Rams in the NRL. Oh, no. Rams didn't get a long enough go. No, they didn't. Did they? Rams is a good football name too. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Um. All right. So, what about in the AFL? Let's think. I've always thought I am a big fan of my Sydney Swans, but the name is a little less intimidating than I think it could be. Surely is. Yeah. 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 The maniacal Swans, perhaps. Well, Swans sometimes get quite angry at you. They do. Dockers is also not a very scary name. Is that just someone who works on the docks? Yeah, which is kind of scary. I that suppose painters it is, and actually. dockers. Yeah. yeah you got to watch out for that. Yeah. All right. Unionists. They are. Yeah. <laughs> you got to watch out for that. <laughs> um, hey, what, are you suggesting the Dockers should change their name to something like the Crack? Crack, 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 crack. So we all know how the Broncos are going, right? We know that... Yeah, crap, they're going crap. Well, yeah, I assumed everyone knew that. Uh, they are not attractive to watch. They are not playing a brand of football that people associated with the club are particularly proud of. I think I saw one of them crying. The players, yeah, several yeah, of them. But perhaps. yeah, I, I, I'm not. I don't think it's because they don't care. I think they do care. They and care they're trying so much, a lot. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think you cry because you don't care. Yeah, and just oh, maybe you're it. just crying because you really don't want to be. I hate it here. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Or something reminded you of your nun. Oh. But there's an article here from the Herald this week about uh, uh, Phil Murphy, who owns 22% of the Broncos club, and he had a bit to say this week. 22%, that's not so, not much. Well, it depends it's if there's... more than I own of the Broncos. Yeah, but it depends if there's 78 other people who own 1%. Whoa. That makes him a pretty significant figure. That's a good point. Is there 78 other I people? I believe that's yeah, how okay, it works, okay, sure. yes. Sorry, what did he say? So he's talked to this journal this week. Uh, and he's just let fly a little bit, to be perfectly honest. He's gone, uh, the whole team and those around it are impotent at the moment. Is this, okay. is this football related so, or just... Well, that's... that's the, are they training on a nuclear dump, perhaps? Is that is that what what's happened? Maybe this is his way of letting the players know that <laughs> these are results of a chest. So just like Brookvale was uh, infected with asbestos, right? Red Hill... Their training ground is <laughs> on an ex-nuclear dump, and yeah. this is his way of letting them know they're all yeah. impotent yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're impotent, and their tatties aren't going to work. Hey. Okay, so look, there's no leadership and no direction. I guess that means you know ab- about kind of why why build a training ground on a nuclear dump, right? Yeah, it's like they're all on Valium, Murphy said. 
So they're impotent and they're all drugged up. Yeah. But also, as an owner and a stakeholder in the club, wouldn't he be the one paying for the Valium? Just cut off the Valium funds, mate. Why do you keep leaving Valium around the training ground, the, the nuclear, ex-nuclear dump training ground? So there's going to be a big meeting and they're going to talk about the future of the club. Are they? Because no one's going to be awake. They're all just going to be worried about their their impotency and drugged up off the valves. The next thing he says is, to be totally frank, I don't have any words, which is a kind of stark contrast to the paragraph before where he had lots of words. Where he called them impotent about and being talk impotent about their valium addictions. Yeah. <laughs> This is a good press conference so far. There are no words to describe what has gone on there. Again, you just gave us some descriptive words. words. So this is probably something you put at the start and then go, hang on, I've thought of some words. words. I just came up with some words. Uh, I bought into the club because I love what the Broncos did represent. So he's using past tense there. That's a bit cutting, isn't it? I think it's a mental issue at the moment. They are all like a deer in the headlights. If the leaders aren't putting their heart and soul into it, nobody can expect the babies of the team to do the same. They are lost. There's a lot of words there for something that didn't have many descriptive words to use, right? No, and also so that they're, they're all sleepy at the wheel with the Valium. they got no no potency and the leadership is gone. Well, of course the leadership's gone because they're all drugged up off the valves and got no potency. Yeah, plus also if they're on Valium... I would. I I picture something that's quite opposite to being a deer in headlights because a deer in headlights would be very wide-eyed and alert. Yeah, you're thinking more of just a sleeping deer in the middle of the road. <laughs> oh, okay. So it can be a deer in the headlights. It's just yeah. The like deer a, doesn't know a, the headlights are on. Unconscious though. deer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. Okay. Well, the, all right. We've passed that. Yeah. Okay. I get you. Okay, but they're also babies. So are we picturing babies or are we picturing deer now? Well, the leadership is is trying to help the babies. Right. Foal. Yeah. Is it baby deer? Yeah. Okay, all right. So what we have is an unconscious baby deer. Well, impotent, unconscious, valved up baby deer. Drugged up baby deer. Yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. So now we have a coherent yeah, we're, picture. We're painting a picture here. Of what? No words, though. <laughs> yeah, there's well, no, so words, you've, no you've, words to describe it, but we have an unconscious. Rich tapestry of words by the sound of it. Impotent baby deer. Okay. So Murphy said he knew every sports team, no matter how influential, went through tough times, but how they responded was the measure of success. He said there seemed to be conflict. You know who didn't go through tough times? The Harlem Globetrotters. (laughs) (laughs) They've never been on hard times. And you know what? They weren't great with uh, having words to describe what they did because they didn't need to. They didn't let, need it. They let it all happen. On Whistling the and actions of yeah. words spoke loud for <laughs> Throwing hot dogs at crowd members too. Sorry, I got off on a tangent there. No, Go back. You were saying okay, something interesting. Because this next bit uh, is is confusing me. But every sports team, no matter how influential, went through tough times, but how they responded was a measure of success. He said there seemed to be conflicting narratives coming out of Red Hill. I would yeah. suggest the conflicting narratives are coming out of this newspaper article. They're coming out of you, mate. <laughs> yeah, because one of them's the Valium, one's the deer, and one's the impotent. Yeah. It's bizarre. Also, are we worried? Why are we worried about players being impotent? We don't want them kind of run around on the field with, you know, chubbed no. up. Maybe has anyone thought that maybe they're impotent because of the Valium? <laughs> maybe maybe they'd be more ready to go if they got off the Val. Yeah, I, I, I I'd like an understanding. Of uh, of why Phil wants to see, like, 
players with chubs. Have you ever heard of Phil Murphy before this? No, but I I haven't kind of looked up who owns 22% of the Broncos before either. No. So I think maybe Phil should shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's not going to because this article goes on. What do you got for me? Nobody's on the same page. It's like their storybook. Here's another analogy for you. Good. It's like their storybook is a million pages and nobody knows which one to open next. Okay. So, so on. go on. So That's normally deep. you would say, surely the one following the one you're on. Yeah, sure. But he says, it's like a choose your own adventure book where you can never get to the end, he said. This is, look, okay, so I was with him with the impotency. Yeah, it's fine. Sure, I was with him with the Valium. Deer in headlights. Although I, can even although I don't there. see the two going together, no, 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 I no. can picture them together yep. somehow. Deer in headlights, we establish what sure, that meant. But now they're reading a book that's a thousand pages long, but yeah. it's also a choose-your-own-adventure It's also that a choose-your-own-adventure. No also, there are conflicting narratives and no words to describe this situation. And everyone's on different pages. Yeah. Yeah, okay, wow. Quite quite literature-based, isn't it? Yeah, but also, like, you could get to the end of Choose Your Own Adventure books, usually before you wanted to. Sometimes you turn the page and you're accidentally at the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's their problem. Maybe they've turned the page. Maybe they're at the end. I think the conflicting narratives are because... This, this guy's guy. sending emails to players and they don't know, they don't understand what they're meant to do or what's happening. He strikes me as the kind of owner who might send emails to the players, but only certain players and different emails oh, to right. different people. <laughs> You're impotent. You're impotent. Goes You're to, a deer in headlights. Goes to yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're on Valiant to, to Lodge O. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that'd help us all if, <laughs> if Matty Lodge got on the Valiant. All right, so that's the one sensible thing that's coming yeah, out of this. Yeah. Get Matty Lodge get on some Matty Valium. Lo- get his, the impotency away Everyone from Matty Lodge. Everyone would feel a lot safer. Yeah. All right, so there's a lot of concern from people with a stake in the club. I know everybody goes through tough times, but if you are backed into a corner, you don't lay down. So here's, an, here's another attempt at a, an analogy. Watching some of those tries over recent months, it makes you crook in the guts. I've also I've not heard that analogy. If you're backed into a corner, don't lay down. Is that yeah? Is that usually said like that? <laughs> Probably the least of my worries with this article. Yeah, yeah. Murphy said he never coveted a spot on the club's board and won't be up for election at the AGM on Tuesday. He said his regular offers to give the club business advice had fallen on deaf ears. All right, so this guy's got a chip on his shoulder about because they're not asking him for business advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's the business of the Broncos going, though? Fine, right? Surely fine. It's just their on-field product that's no well, good. Same as everybody else's, munted because of munted COVID, because of COVID, I would have thought. Yeah. I've put my hand up many times not to get into the board to try and run the show or dictate terms, but I know what it takes for a business to be successful, he said. It's a drive with passion, not being half-hearted about anything. And so, keep, keeping the Valium till the end of the day. Yeah. So you know the person who you'd probably really want on your board the most? Someone who runs to the press with sour grapes the yeah, minute. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Well said. Yeah, yeah. Sour grapes and want. mixed metaphors yeah. and bizarreness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, that's uh, that's the pretty much all property tycoon Phil Murphy had to say, despite the fact that he had no words. So, no words to say is a property tycoon, yet has a lot of words about. Also, do other people describe him as a tycoon, or is that sort of thing you describe Self-described yourself as? tycoon. Yeah, I don't know. What I thought kind tycoon of... implied evil in some way. Does it? 
Well, because it's, it's usually associated with certain media owners yeah, who uh, have a bit of a uh, uh, kind of emperor, yeah. Sidious uh, yeah, feeling yes, about yes, them, yes. Emperor Palpatine's yeah. feeling about them. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd have the moxie to ever call myself a tycoon no matter how successful I was. How tycoonish you were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about that for the Seattle tycoons? So, Seattle tycoons is good. Yeah. There's a lot of tech money there, I think. There you go. Seattle Tech Money Tycoon. Yes. On that note, I think maybe we'll finish it up for this week, Stu. Yeah, I'd like a chicken wrap. I'd like a chicken burger. Well, let's go get one. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, friends. Bye.